A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Knapsack for another edition of Star Wars Ranked. Me and a guest. Ranking things in Star Wars. We love doing this show and we love talking about figures. And that's why here today is Joseph Scrimshaw. Welcome, friend. I'm happy to be here talking about action figures while looking at my action figures and thinking about other action figures I want. A lot of action and those action figures. And I'll say this is the 105th overall episode of Star Wars Ranked. But it's a, a, 
it's bittersweet. This is maybe the end of a figure journey. Oh, I'm sure we'll talk and rank figures down the line, Joseph. But we started this, uh, uh, gosh, who knows now, a couple years ago. <laughs> we started Time Flies So Fast, um, at least a year or so, uh, when we wanted to rank the best Power of the Force 2 figures. And from there, we just kept going. And this is kind of the end of that journey, Joseph. This has been so great, not only because I love action figures, but as you and I have uh, shared uh, over all these episodes, you know, we were both all in on those Power of the Force 2 as a part of uh, Star Wars uh, coming back to have new three and three quarter inch action figures. And then we both dipped out at different times and then kind of reconnected more as the, uh, the Disney Lucasfilm era started. And then this is the end of uh, a line. It actually is, in a way. Uh, the action figures that we're going to talk about today have kind of a straight line of some version of Star Wars three and three quarter action figures going from, you know, mid 90s with Power of the Force 2 all the way to this. And then obviously they continue with the vintage line, but not yeah. the same. Not the same. And like I said, uh, we're not necessarily done. We'll, we'll, we'll go back and take a look at all the figure lines again, alts and, you know, and who knows what's to come down the line, but this has been a lot of fun, Joseph, uh, just kind of reliving all the memories, all the non-memories. I love, I kind of love when you and I get to those part, points of our, our Star Wars lives where we're like, man, I didn't know they made these figures. I wasn't, I wasn't in stores during this time. Yeah. Some I wasn't in stores for, or some they weren't as, you know, the, the weirder characters that you just didn't see on target shelves or yeah. in particular, just, it's so great to see how many just super specific Clone Wars action figures there are uh, in, in an era where I wasn't yet watching the Clone Wars. And now I can go on eBay and I'm like, oh, I wish I had $150 for that one. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, and uh, as the title said, we're uh, just so we're all aware we are doing this solo figure line released in April-ish. Yeah, April uh, 13th, 2018 in the lead up to Solo a Star Wars Story. This is described as a bit of a continuation of the Last Jedi toy line and it featured updated versions of the Force Link technology. Ooh, big. As always, shout out to the fine folks at JediBusiness.com. We don't really know them. We're not affiliated, but we use their website as a great resource to just go back and look at all these figures and they have great little informations and information pieces and, and comments too that sometimes entertain us. So uh, we love the work over there at JediBusiness.com. Joseph, uh, that's the first thing to kind of start with this line is it is, it is kind of a, it's a continuation. The packaging so similar. You and I were just discussing off air of like, I was looking at my wall going, Oh, that's right. That's a solo line, not a last Jedi line. Yeah, it is basically, you know, they updated that force link technology, but it is the same style of packaging, the same sort of, uh, enhancement in terms of force link, instead of having, uh, the weird sort of like build, a uh, build a droid or having some weird cannon or hook shot that the action figures don't, or the characters right. don't actually have, and they have the force link. And it's really just that the uh, text on the package <laughs> changed from uh, red to yellow, a couple other, you know, <laughs> minor things, but that's about it. And this line is great. The last Jedi line is one of my very favorites. Uh, I went on and on about uh, why before on that episode. So I won't now, uh, but it's also bittersweet because this line I think is like this, physical manifestation of is this one of the casualties of last jedi and solo being released too close together ultimately i think so in a way right i think so I yeah think so. 
But yeah, I mean, because obviously, as we've talked about, the the market's changing, the industry's uh, changing. How many uh, kids are wanting to play with kind of uh, five points of articulation action figures versus right. you know hardcore collectors who want to pose people, uh, pose characters, and want to have eight different joints around the ankle, yeah. <laughs> ultimate articulation. Uh, but then there, what these lines just just bleed into one another, and uh, and I think in some ways this line, while I love the actual figures and we're going to celebrate them, made it a little hard to get into from a kid perspective. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree with that. And and and, and the solo marketing, the rollout, um, the, the big Avengers movie coming at the same time, a lot of things going into it. And well, you touch upon it too, we've talked about a lot, but just the change, the changing in the toy industry. And, and it's guys like you and me pushing kids out of the way in the toy aisles <laughs> to get these figures. And um, that only goes so far. Times change, figures change, the needs of uh, Star Wars fans change. But these figures do exist. Some fun ones here. So, Joseph, if you're ready, let's start looking at the solo line here. Yeah. Star Wars ranked. We begin. We work our way five to one. Joseph, we're starting with your number five. My number five is an action figure that I really like uh, that I have uh, sitting out on my coffee table. I look at this figure Often it is my number five, but in some ways I think it should be uh, the number one, and that is Han Solo. You know, uh, from the movie Solo. Uh, this is the just straightforward. This is the main character in his main uh, outfit with the uh, the dark shirt, the uh, brownish jacket, and then the the cool black shoulders, which kind of connects this uh, jacket design to uh, sequel trilogy jacket designs. This is a if you're okay with five points of articulation. Just a great, straightforward, uh, mm. that is Han Solo from this movie. You can put his uh, his blaster in his holster. That is not a euphemism. Uh, it came <laughs> out weird, uh, but it's just a straightforward, yeah. functional, great figure. The only thing that I don't like about this figure is this is the figure that comes with the reader device to make the force link, uh, the force link to actually make the action figures talk. So mm. this main character... Solo from Solo, <laughs> you had to spend 30 bucks to get the um, the reader to make the force link work. And there's that part of me when I saw that of like, OK, well, that makes sense. You know, you want to make uh, kids uh, enjoy the the force link talking technology. You really want to make sure you have a, a good figure so that they're that comes with that. So they're motivated to get it. But then from that perspective of just if you want kids to just see that movie and go, wow, that's a fun adventure. I want to play uh, with those. Mm. Han Solo should be on a single card available everywhere is, uh, is my, mm. my strong opinion <laughs> as an adult person about these action <laughs> figures. No price to go at twenty nine ninety nine. That's a hard sell. And, and look, I don't know who, I mean, going back to even the chips and Phantom Menace, like, I don't know who's dying for those. I, who wants to hear the, just give me the figures. Uh, maybe that's me. Maybe you're out there like, no, in 2018, I was dying to hear the figures talk. So give, I, I think having the option would have been smarter. I don't work in uh, marketing of uh, 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 figures, of course, but uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. And for myself, just in terms of like celebrating a movie called solo, uh, I, I bought this right away. Cause I just, uh, I love that film. And in particular, it's got some big ideas that we've talked about a lot, but it's also just got this great sense of adventure and it, it ends a little bit bittersweet, but on such a, hey, Han and Chewie are together. They've got the Falcon 
and they're uh, off to pursue Han's next idea that might only work okay. And it just ends on a on a feeling that makes me, even as an adult, just want to have a sense of play and adventure. Mm. So I wanted this action figure. I wanted it out and on my shelf so I could look at it and remember that great feeling that the movie gave me. And mm. the only thing that would make it better for me is if it was this figure was on, you know, its own single card hanging everywhere all summer. Hey, maybe there's still time. Uh, do you do you have do you have the force link there to work? What, what's going on? Do you have? Uh, can you hear his voice? You know, I I got the force link out and and messed with it a little bit, and I think it had something about. I'm just gonna. This is I owning it. This is a middle aged man yells at a cloud. I needed to twist something or download something, and I was like, ah. Yeah, you can't download or twist. <laughs> I'm sure it's not complicated, but it really was like, it, you, you know, it's the death of yeah. a thousand cuts that we live in in this society of like, I just want to do this. So I'll fill out this form. Oh, but I forgot my password for this. So I'll do this. The day I looked at it, it was I would, had already done that dance a, a thousand times. And it's like, I wanted to slap it on my wrist and hear the thing talk. And I'm not doing another damn thing. <laughs> uh, I just ran into it uh, recently with the, the, the company, uh, the Good People Association were forming. I had to like log into something and our business guy just won't give out passwords in the same email as the profile name, which I understand. But I was just like, then I don't need it. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't same with a force link. If you give me a force link starter set and I have to download, I don't need it. I don't need it. Yeah. And maybe I'll do it someday. It's a neat idea to try to, to, to have the classic just a, a lump of uh, beautifully molded symbolic plastic and then still try to make it interactive. I think it's a really neat idea, a really great idea. And I, I fully embrace the irony of my position that I'm talking about this great spirit of adventure. And they're like, I'm not willing to do any work to get to it, though. But <laughs> uh, that is the truth for me. To, to bring it back to the positive on my number five here, Ken, I, I think it's a great figure. It's a very straightforward figure. I understand how some people who, who might want more articulation be like, no, nah, I'll, I'll wait for the, the mm -hmm. vintage one they made. But for me, being a child of the original trilogy, the five points of articulation is a it's a point of nostalgia. I kind of like that this Han Solo's uh, arm is just pointing straight at me with the blaster every time mm -hmm. I sit down on the couch gives me great joy. And look, just some th comments on, on the figure itself for me. I, I think it's a great sculpt. I, I think the detail, the colors for, um, I, I love, I don't, this, this is not a negative, but it, it, there's um, that jacket's just kind of a drab Brown. If you look at it quickly, I, I, and I but I love that jacket. And I love the look. And this is just, a, you're, like I said, simple, straightforward. Hey, here's Han Solo at this age in this movie when, and that makes it a valuable figure. Yeah, yeah, it, it is the figure that is leading the line. Leading the line, which means uh, that's your number five. We're going to start my list, but I'm my number five. And, well, uh, do, am I counteracting everything I just said? I don't know. My number five is Han Solo. <laughs> Muddy Mimban Han Solo. Oh, man, look, I got to tell you, there's a lot of things that we love about Solo Star Wars Story. I There's something I just dig about Han as a... Grunt on the ground in the Empire with this uh, Mimba, there's Mimbon stormtroopers and a lot of different, but the, just these Mimbon, uh, you know, uh, soldiers and kind of this uh, uh, alternate kind of gear that they're not quite an ATSD, uh, AT, AT uh, pilot, uh, not quite an officer, not quite started. <laughs> it's just, it's just different. And to have Han in that, I mean, that goes back to a little bit of that Kenner tradition of getting Han or Luke in stormtrooper disguise. Uh, and I still, that carries on to me, you know, those six inch black series. I got to have 
Han in a stormtrooper outfit. And so to see it in the movie and then having this figure form and the boots are kind of muddied and there's just a lot going on. The mask, there's a, you know, the breathing mask can come off. You got the cape. Um, I just like, uh, I liked it in the movie and I like it in figure form. It just, uh, it just is one of those little, little quirky things. Uh, Han is an Imperial and, uh, not in disguise, but just as an Imperial. And therefore I just really like the figure. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great figure. And, uh, technically this is the outfit of the mud trooper, right? You, right. so once you got the mask on, you got a little bit of exactly what you're describing of like, it's kind of the, you know, Imperial shape. It is certainly the stormtrooper like goggles. Uh, so it does really evoke the like, but whose face is under there? Surprise, surprise, it's Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also something in the design that really feels like uh, the Empire's like, yeah, you got to fight in the mud. You know what? You know what, everybody? You're mud troopers. We're giving you like a quarter of the armor and protection. Go out yeah. there and do it. You're you're kind of dressed like an officer. You're not an officer at all, but you're kind of dressed like one. And you don't have that much protection, but go out there and do your job, kids. Go catch some laser bolts for us. And I I, I like the connection in in the movies uh, with, with Han and Return of the Jedi, putting on the ATSD uh, uh, helmet and, and, you know, tricking the, the Empire into, you know, opening the doors and toppling their regime. Um, I love that. But uh, and to actually see it in the movie, but to see in figure form, to see Han kind of wearing almost the same helmet, he knows how to put it on. And I like that. He knows how to wear that helmet. Yeah, and it is just visceral to see Han, you know, wearing imperial stuff not in disguise but because mm-hmm. he was an imperial it's very cool he was indeed so that's the start of our list we're up to your number four uh, my number four is one that i know we both have and both mm-hmm. love this one it for me is a, is about nostalgia uh we uh we you know talk about this as a solo line it does have uh most of the solo main characters but just like the last jedi line it also has uh other characters and this is one of the characters from not from solo although one could argue uh, that there's a good connection, and that is Princess Leia Organa Hoth outfit. Uh, I love this one for a couple reasons. I've always really liked uh, Leia's uh, Hoth outfit. The only outfit in Empire Strikes Back that's even better for me is the Bespin Escape, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) a a lessened version of the Hoth. Um, But the, the original Empire Strikes Back line, Kenner, uh, this was the main Leia that I had. I remember mm. uh, the store where uh, I bought her. I remember going up to the big pile and I, I really wanted all the characters. I thought Leia was cool. I remember my dad going, that's the one you want, right? And I was like, uh-huh, I really do. Um, and staring at that, and this is the the Leia, I've told this story before, where in between Empire and Jedi, I you know, had a story where the uh, cloud car pilot was trying to start a romance with her and she was like, <laughs> Uh, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay uh, stay true to Han. Um, so I have such fond memories of not not only that character of Leia and and who she is on Hoth and the aesthetic of that outfit, but that specific action figure from my childhood. And this is just one of the greatest updates of that yeah. outfit. There's something about it, even though it is the five points of articulation, a little bit more simple and straightforward. It just absolutely captures the look of that outfit there's nothing puffy or too big it just it hangs exactly the way that leia looks and when i look at this action figure it's just this really potent version of what action figures should do of just connect you to that moment that character and it just so powerfully does that yeah no well absolutely a force center well said about this figure it's it's such a simple sleek 
update to the classic Kenner line. It really captured, it's a great sculpt on the face. And, you know, unfortunately there was some bad history with trying to sculpt Carrie Fisher's face <laughs> as a figure. And this one really gets it. And yeah, Hoth Leia is, is, is always say like kind of my favorite Leia. You just described the importance of it. And, and there's so much that I love about Leia on Hoth and what she is as a leader and, and and who she is and 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 the Han relationship and what she allows. There's so many things and the care concern she has for Luke. And it's all represented in this figure. But also, I got it. Just I never want to boil down Carrie Fisher or Princess Leia just to my levels of you know little Kenny finding her attractive. Hoth Leia has always been the cutest to me too. She just out there hair up with a blaster, and I, I think that set the template for me going forward in my romantic life too. That's the kind of woman I want: hair up, blaster. Uh, <laughs> Giving me the what now and the what for as she saves the galaxy. And and, and and this figure, I kind of always need this figure to represent that. It's not fair to the figure. And it's on my wall, too. And it, and I just look at it, and it takes me back to just uh, coming up a Leia fan, growing up, just kind of being, uh, you know, uh, her being the, the one in the galaxy. Unfortunately, time's the, the only one in the galaxy to influence me. Um, so this figure means a lot. I'm glad you included it on the list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely love her. And I think a part of it to me, uh, this one I still do have in the uh, card. And the image on the card is a great image too, right? Because mm -hmm. it really captures uh, Empire Strikes Back, Carrie Fisher. Just like mm -hmm. the lighting on her is like the great lighting of Empire where those eyes look like both I understand you, I'm listening to you, but also I will kick your ass if necessary, hand on hip blaster in the other hand <laughs> it's you know yeah. capture that image is capturing uh, a lot of what i love about this whole figure package too and then i ju also just think that it is you know there are a lot of figures that come up with this line that i would say are not don't re relate back to solo but mm -hmm. you know this is the leia that is you know trying to resist admitting to herself that she is falling in love with han yeah. um, and that does really tie back to what's happening with Han in Solo and, and the relationship with Kira. So there's just this great kind of emotional rhythm there too, that it's part of this line. We love emotional rhythm here at Force. That's a great <laughs> choice. A great choice. Uh, your number four. My number four is uh, no surprise if, if people listen to me talk about this particular trooper before. Um, there's a couple different versions, but it's basically the same. Uh, and this, of course, is the Range Trooper. I just love the Range Trooper. I like a little bit of cold weather. I like my Storm Troopers. I like the different designs. And I just was in love with the Range, troop, range Trooper and their big, clunky, metallic magnet boots from the start. Uh, there's just something about the jacket that's tied into the armor. They look, uh, they look like marauders themselves. And it's probably a tough gig you don't want. You're probably jealous of the Shore Troopers, but the Range Troopers got a ford built tough kind of exterior to them and uh, i've always been drawn to them and i love that sequence and they're not even in the movie enough you know i would have taken an entire first act with range troopers fighting on i don't know but i just love the figure and uh, it's a good it's a good uh, it's a good cut good sculpt uh we'll, we'll say that a lot of course when you're talking about figures but it really works for me joseph and uh, i just i like everything about those range troopers yeah, I absolutely love this uh, figure. They're they're brief in the movie, but it's one of those uh, troops where, you know, they've got this uh, variety and this specificity, but you actually get to see them fully do what they're meant to do. They're out on the range. They've got those uh, metallic, big, clunky boots. Uh, they clearly need their neck warmed by all the fur on their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so they're doing what they're doing. Uh, it's always fun with action figures to kind of troop build. And that's one of the fun things of a new trooper design is having a cool new figure. Um, mm -hmm. This one, 
I think there's something about the fur that really speaks to me because, you know, growing up in uh, Minnesota, a cold, cold place, obviously the snow troopers are, are meant for snow, uh, but there's just this little bit more practical, rugged look to it. Uh, yeah. Like the range trooper, like the snow trooper is stationed somewhere they don't want, don't want to be. And the range trooper looks like I'm going camping <laughs> during the yeah. winter on purpose and I'm, and I'm ready for it. Like there's a, yeah. there's an energy there and it comes across in the, in the figure and just that great big clunky energy. Oh, and I bet there's some, I bet there's a dynamic at play between like snow troopers and range troopers. Oh yeah. Of a, of a certain, uh, yeah. Range troopers look like they're ready to hunt Bigfoot too. There's a lot going on here. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. They can fight uh, a weird, you know, billy goat uh, space creatures for sure in a way that snow troopers would be falling all over themselves. Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, I can see that in Clone Wars season eight that we didn't get. I uh, love it. Uh, so yeah, I did, I'm trying to think. I don't have this particular figure. I have the, uh, I do have the Black Series six inch range trooper. Of course, how to get that. Uh, but maybe one day I'll add this one to my collection just for the jacket. Yeah. The range, he's, he's one that I have the, this great also sense memory. Cause uh, you know, mm-hmm. with these recent figures, I really remember uh, when I got them. Um, but for the range trooper, I picked him up. Uh, there's the El Capitan movie theater uh, in Los Angeles. Saw solo there with my wife. And then there's the Disney store right across the way. Uh, mm-hmm. It's actually connected to the theater. Uh, and at the time they were always handing out chocolates when you went in. So mm-hmm. every time I'd go in there, I'd get a chocolate and look at action figures. And I, I taste chocolate when I look at this guy because <laughs> mm-hmm. I hadn't been able to find him. And then it's like, Oh yeah. Oh, uh, that is, that is, <laughs> you can see a stormtrooper tastes like chocolate to me. <laughs> I have nowhere else to say these things, but this specific podcast can. This, this is why we started Force Center. To share their real honest details. Um, that is my number four. We're up to your number three. My number three is also, uh, I got a, got a story of finding this guy, but uh, I will just talk about the action figure first, and that is Quay Tolsite. Uh, yeah. Now, this is just a great figure because, to me, it, it is the sweet spot of Star Wars. It is a bizarre and intriguing character design and then incredibly well executed as an action figure uh, mm. to make it. He, he's got the uh, sort of um, the, the skirts of the lower part of his uh, outfit, which have a bunch of um, uh, sand on them, a Kessel oh, yeah. sand, uh, just that great haunting, weird face uh, that's contained in a mechanical thing with the two little snouts. Uh, but then even better than that, he's got his keys mm-hmm. in his string and his weird little uh device uh that he sticks <laughs> yeah yeah he sticks places um so just a, a great weird character with a great action figure of him and i feel like um he's the kind of qu- character that since uh the star wars uh return uh with disney lucasfilm on the fence about whether these kind of characters were getting made, like relatively mm-hmm. major character, great, uh, a major weirdo, as I would say, instead yeah, yeah. of a background weirdo. So I was really glad that they made him, and he's just such a, a big, chunky, weird, cool character and figure. <laughs> uh, and I could, I also did not find him uh, by going to a Target or, I mm. think, can't even remember if Toys R Us was still open uh, then. I can't remember when they 
they sadly shut their doors. Uh, but I found him uh, at actual Disneyland. So that was a really, oh. really nice day. Okay. Yeah. What a, if you want to go into that in a second, I, my thoughts on this figure is it's, it's, it's a gorgeous figure for such a grizzled weird. <laughs> it's the colors and the design. I mean, I'm looking at it here just in photo and it's like, is that a, is that a three and three quarter? Usually I'm not expecting this much detail and just kind of a, a vibrant look to such a, a, a weird, uh, weird character in a way. And I, and I love that the characters in the movie, I love that the John Kazan and team were like, yep, this, this is what would be, this is who would be in charge and Pike syndicate and all those kind of things. And, and it's, um, it's, it's, it, it does invoke kind of that, that Kenner feel of every corner of the movie gets a figure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's like, he's a, a bigger character in the movie yep. than in more screen time than, you know, Ponda Baba Waller's man, but he's got that vibe, you know? Yeah. And he's got the, the great black and orange. He's a, a good little Halloween pumpkin character, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be and it could very well be for a child and, you know, a younger kid in 2018. But it would be like Christmas 1981 getting an Ugnot and going, oh, but then 20 years later, you're going, I'm so glad I have that Ugnot. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because look, look at what's become of Ugnots. Look how they've grown in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean the the story is is the for picking him up is uh, when my wife and I went uh, to Galaxy's Edge, um, mm. and we had this great long day of being immersed in Star Wars in that in the way that Galaxy's Edge is trying to make you feel like you're part of it. You know, I made yeah, yeah. Uh, my lightsaber. I, I had a shack roast the butt cows from Attack <laughs> of the Clones. Uh, I, you know, we got a card that had some, you know, uh, money on it that's, you know, designed mm -hmm. like a piece of money from the galaxy of Star Wars. So we had spent this day uh, totally immersed in as though we are part of Star Wars. Mm. And then on the way out, like right before everything was going to close, there's a shop that closer to, to like what the future land, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they normally have action figures and sometimes it's just uh, hundreds of the whatever the kind of current peg warmer is, you know, it was, yeah, it, it was a right. wall of hucks at one point um, from last Jedi. And he's like, Oh, I'll just pop in. And it was just one of those really made me feel like a kid. It was weird to transition from the, mm. the buying star Wars stuff as though I'm in the world of star Wars. And then this is the shop that's, it is totally an earth shop. And here are the yeah. action figures you can buy that say star Wars on them. Uh, but then it was also just that real kid like of, they had all of the solo action figures I had been looking for mm. that I hadn't been able to find anywhere else. And we had spent a lot at Galaxy's Edge. So I was like, okay, I can only, I was like being a parent to myself. I was like, yeah. we can, I can only allow myself to get two of these. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I picked Quay and I picked another figure that we're, we're going to talk about. Uh, mm. So, so Quay has had that, uh, it's just the end of a really happy day and this yeah. great button on top of like, and I found Quay Tollsite. There's some of I, my uh, Black Series Ahsoka, uh, the six inch that I have, uh, which, you know, again, with the Internet, you can order them and figure out. But there's some of finding it organically. And I was at, at, at the Disney gift shop. The other one that's the um, that used to be the old uh, Disney right by Space Mountain where you go in there and you can get those where you can pose with Kylo Ren and Chewbacca, whatever yeah. it's called. And I went in there and they had the Ahsoka there and it, it was, I couldn't find it anywhere else in, in a store. And it just yeah, you're right. It just. There's something that you just kind of get all like geeked up and excited. Like I'm going to get this and a churro and a hot chocolate on the way out and I'm going to have the best day ever. Yeah. I mean, just for me being a little kid, the first time that I did any traveling was when my parents moved us from Brainerd, Minnesota uh, to Portland, Oregon, where we lived for a little while. And for, so from a very young age, 
going places was tied to the possibility of maybe there'll be a different store that has different action figures. And every time that happens, I'm like, I went to a special place and it had different action figures. It just really ties back to those very youthful days. Love it. Oh, love it. This truly is a place to share those memories. <laughs> uh, that is your number three. Uh, my number three is one I don't have, one I might intend to, but I have a lot of other versions of this character because uh, she's one of my favorites and a lot of you out there share that love. It is Infus Nest with Swoop Bike. You need a swoop bike in your life. Um, love Infus Nest. No secret about that. And and again, it's so many reasons to love that character. But even kind of like going to Hotlay, just like the design. It's so Star Wars-y. It just, I just remember the first time I really saw Infus Nest when we didn't know who they were. And it was just like, that's that's a great Star Wars design. And it's intriguing. And it invokes um, kind of some Native American culture stuff and, and kind of just a, a history of a, of a community there. And will they tap into that? And I think there's still so much storytelling to tell with this character. And I hope we get it. Uh, but man, this just on a visceral Star Wars-y level, this figure always pops always pops for me and it's uh, it's just great and it's simple and, it, and it's like again three and three quarters so much detail uh the, the cloak the capes kind of uh, kind of uh you know pops out to me as being very functional and real and the helmet is wonderful so i'm all about it i don't have this particular version i might track it down one day but it's got that little swoop bike and i think that swoop bike is just as uh, great as the design so uh, that is why uh, it's very proudly on my list at number three in fitness with Swoop Bike. Great description of everything that makes uh, Enfys Nest great as a character and great as an action figure. Uh, I do have this one that has the it has the extra punch of like you would have bought absolutely bought Enfys Nest uh, on her own card, but that she comes with the Swoop Bike is the great sort of accessory uh, love. Um, and I only saw her once at Target and I picked up the set and that was it. Uh, I love also this packaging text, uh, what it says about the Swoop Bikes. Little more than engines with seats, swoops are hard to control but capable of incredible speed. <laughs> That's the uh, fun of it. It's kind of life. Life is just a little more than uh, something that moves fast with a seat. But uh, <laughs> hang, on, hang on. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's her Electro Ripper staff comes with. So great. Mm -hmm. Love it. Just such a great character. And, it, you know, it's, uh, bang on about it. But please give me more. Emphasis Nest. Aaron Kellyman is so good. So good. But she's coming up uh, as a winter soldier and uh, Falcon she's in. Uh, you know, I don't know because sometimes I don't uh, pay a ton of attention to those details because I don't yeah. want the spoilers. But uh, I really hope so. Okay. Well, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I thought I heard that. I know she's uh, casting the upcoming uh, Willow TV series as well. So, Oh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And can't, yeah. Uh, can't agree enough of uh, we need more Enfys Nest storytelling. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so that's my number three, which means we're up to your number two. My number two is another in the collection of new troopers that were added to a solo uh, Star Wars story. This is a got subtle differences, but subtle differences that are incredibly awesome. And that is the Mimban Stormtrooper. Uh, this Stormtrooper is uh, extremely muddy and dirty, <laughs> uh, has a, a cape. And then a slightly larger uh, forehead helmet, a slightly larger forehead on the helmet. But other than those minor differences, a pretty classic uh, stormtrooper. Uh, but man, I just when this came out, uh, both in the movie and as a figure, I was absolutely in love. I think we've talked about before. There's a power here that my actual 
original Kenner three and three quarter stormtrooper I moved around with and played with so much looks kind of like a Mimbon stormtrooper right. without the cape because it's got that dirty uh, Ben places seen things uh, not great vibe to it. And, you know, I just I love capes. I, I love their mm. um, their history in Star Wars. I love them for superheroes. So the idea of taking what is just a slightly different stormtrooper with that different helmet, absolutely covered in mud. But then you add a cape and it is just magic. It is like, you know, a, a cocktail where you just add one simple ingredient and it changes mm. it into this amazing new thing. <laughs> and that's what the Mimbound Stormtrooper is for me. Just love it. It, yeah, no, there's something special about uh, the muddy look. It, it, you're right. It is the, that discolorization of, of the figures that happens over time as a Kenner, Kenner kid playing out in the sandbox with them. Uh, it kind of matches that aesthetic. And, and there's just, and, and again, the, the mud troopers and then the Minbaum stormtroopers to have this kind of like, I'm sure there's some tension between them and the camps. too. <laughs> obsessed with the dynamics of troopers. <laughs> Right, like, well, so you're the mud trooper. You, you don't really have full armor. Okay, well, I'm I'm a Mimban stormtrooper. I'm just I'm yeah. a I'm a dirty trooper. Is that? <laughs> I'm a dirty trooper. I'm a dirty trooper. Oh, I just I just uh, here we go. I did not realize I've been having a habit of not scrolling all the way down to the bottom of websites. Um, here, let's hear what the force link of the of the stormtrooper Mimban stormtrooper sounds like. Here, you ready? Here, mm-hmm. hi. Here oh, is oh. another force link audio brought oh. to you by JediBusiness.com, the you. Star Wars action figure database. Thank you, Jedi Business. Trooper, standing guard. Enemy reinforcements incoming. There they are. Blast them. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> t- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it was that loud. I apologize. I just saw I could do that. Thank you, Jedi Business, for making that possible. I love that. That's that's very stormtroopery. That those are some absolute stormtrooper classics. Uh, and yeah, totally understand that uh, that they would have advertising on it. But for just a second, I was like, well, wow, this is a real different." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> the stormtroopers like, "I'm from Jedi business." Freeze. Hello, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Uh, yeah. That, that, yeah. That's that's such. I I forgot that uh, they have that on uh, on their site, and I am going to lose hours <laughs> playing Doing all it. of the force link noises. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, can you go back to the Phantom Menace ones? I wonder if they have, they have those sounds. Is that oh, the Comtic? <laughs> Com- oh, yeah. <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. All right. There's my afternoon. Yeah. Uh, great choice. And, uh, yeah, and I, I am lucky to have this one. This is one of the figures that I bought almost instantly uh, when you and I walked onto the floor of Star Wars uh, Celebration in Chicago. And uh, never, never seen this one in a store. But I did see it at Star Wars yeah. Celebration and bought it immediately. I remember it being on the coffee table in the hotel room. (laughs) Keeping us safe. Yeah. Great choice Uh, for your number two. Since we're up to uh, my number two and you talked about main characters earlier with Han and uh, we both ranked Han at number five. Well, a little bit higher on my my list is uh, that uh, that little scoundrel. That's uh, Lando Calrissian. And this is the figure uh, that was a two pack with the Kessel Guard, which is also a pretty cool figure. But this is Donald Glover's Lando in all his glory. They really capture his face, the mustache, the hair, the scarf with the little white kind of markings on the black scarf, that cape and that yellow shirt, that grin, just bold, bright yellow, the one that comes back and rises, Skywalker. Love everything about it. 
Lando is a uh, is a uh, is a great character and a great uh, uh, just a great part of the Star Wars galaxy. And this figure to me captures Lando in his prime and all his smooth talking prime. I love this figure. Yeah, this is great. Uh, a great figure. Um, I love that his uh, combo cape scarf, uh, the way they're kind of molded together, they have that vibe that I love in Lando capes of like, uh, there's not even an attachment. I'm just cool enough that it stays on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. It got that vibe. That, yeah. Talk about a vibrant figure with that uh, yellow. And it is not hard. It is not easy uh, to capture that uh, cool, mm. suave vibe that uh, that Lando has, but I think this figure does it. Uh, my only little grumble would be going back to my grumbles about Han. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a kid and you saw Solo and you're like into the adventure and wanted to play it, as cool as the Kessel Guard is, mm-hmm. I feel like Lando and Han both should have been on their own cards and they should have been easily found is two of the big main characters to get you into the adventure. 100% agree with that. Yeah, that is uh, part of the bumble. Yeah. Um, look, Kessel Guard's pretty cool, but I'm not going to get out of that movie uh, screaming for Kessel Guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we scream for Lando. Lando, main Lando. Love it. Uh, great figure. Uh, the I love the design. I, I, I just uh, just talking talking about even in the movie, just like oh cool, we got Lando, younger Lando. What should we do? Just give him just bold, bright yellow. Just work for me. Yeah, because he can make it work. He can, he can, he can indeed. Uh, so that is my number two. We're working our way up here. Uh, normally we take a break. We're just gonna go straight on through here. Just let's do this here. Uh, maybe list some runner ups, and then I'll give you my number one. What do you have on your run? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Uh, my runner-up is uh, the Chewy from this Han and Chewy two-pack, uh, oh, which, I, you know, I, I applaud them wanting to have, like, every iteration of Han and Chewy out like they did in the old days. Uh, this is the Han and Chewy Mimban two-pack. Uh, but what that means is it's kind of them from their fight. So if you just isolate Chewy, you got a, a nude mud covered Chewy with uh, an ankle bracelet. <laughs> hey, you know, it's, it, it's still better than the uh, Shadows of the Empire era Chewy that I don't like. Oh, yeah. With the bu- the buzz cut. Yeah. <laughs> the flat top. Yeah. 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 It, I just I love it. It's such a. You know, it, it is always a fun exploration to be like, how can we make Chewy different? Like, I have the one figure where he's uh, actively playing Dejeric and his arms are behind his head. Uh, this is this is a fun, different Chewy to be all muddy. So, uh, Chewy's on my runner-up list. Um, I had uh, Lando in the Kessel Guard two-pack is fun, so I had that. Uh, Tobias Beckett. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Tobias Beckett is it, it, great to have. Uh, it, it took them a little longer because there was a there was a, the first run didn't have kind of the main solo characters and then they or not all of them and then they came out um, so they're a little harder to find but the Tobias Beckett it's a solid figure of you know one of the very main characters uh, of this uh, movie both his blasters uh, but for me it is a little bit of harkening back to uh, having the uh, Cliff from Cheers action figure. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that uh, now I have Woody too, and you know at this point I just really, really need Ted Danson to be cast in Star Wars, <laughs> so I can get a full conversation going. I am aware that there are Cheers action figures, but I want Cheers actors as Star Wars characters. That'd be great. Kind of like how he had his uh, his kind of random appearance in Saving Private Ryan. Can we just get a random Ted Danson in Star Wars? That'd be beautiful. Yeah, just have him go all in and just have him behind a bar for one movie or TV show. That'd be fine. Yeah. So uh, Tobias Beckett, a uh, good figure, important character. Absolutely. It's it's uh, Space Woody from Cheers. Yeah. Um, also, then uh, two other runner-ups for me. Uh, they put out a, a from Last Jedi, uh, Maz Kanata with a jetpack and blaster. Right. So it's fun to act that out. I like that variation in Maz uh, and to see her on her own card. Uh, and then finally, another main character uh, whose action figure is actually, I think, one of the cooler just aesthetically, that is Val. 
really like the character of Val. Would really love to see more of Val. Uh, we've talked about it in another episode. Uh, I'd be up for the idea that Val actually escaped that explosion, and yeah. she just didn't want to be dealing with Beckett's uh, BS anymore. Uh, I know uh, other people might have other strong opinions, and I respect that, but I would like to see more of Val. Um, this figure is particularly great uh, because it really lets you just appreciate her costume. The costume design throughout Solo is uh absolutely fabulous uh but to really just look at the figure and see this contrast between these kind of dark red highlights in the black and the fur and the fun sort of like belt with the different little harness bits coming off of it it's just a great character great figure oh, great choice great choices and the, the interesting about the maz one it's like it's not one of my favorite parts of, of last jedi uh, it just it's, it's fine it's fine i don't have a but like i want that figure which again, it's just the power of Star Wars. It's just that thing of like, I don't really like that scene. Gotta have it. Gotta have Maz in that jetpack. But <laughs> she's got a jetpack and a blaster. Yeah. And she's oh, having yeah. disputes. Yeah, indeed. Um, my runner ups uh, Han with the M68 land speeder. I just, I've always, I just really, young Kira and young Han, I like their designs. There's a Kira figure in this line as well. I think the Black Series six inches a little better, but the, the Han, I just said the great design. It's a youthful Han, the little vest, the white vest. He just, uh, I don't know. I've always liked the look and I like the figure there. It's a, it's a good look. And I think having that stark white and that stark black, you know, kind of bring Han together, you know, in, yeah. in, in where he's going to go. Absolutely. I also have my list, uh, L337, uh, great character, uh, sculpt, uh, great character, Rio Durant. I like Rio, a Wookiee. Uh, I, I love everything about him. So I got to get that figure there. Um, and it just, you know, you mentioned Val, too, and Tobias, but it's like, hey, those are the key part of the movie. Just those around Han during that uh, formative chapter, short chapter, but formative chapter of his uh, new life. Uh, you got to have those figures, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I literally didn't uh, have to have them. L3 was the other of the two with uh, Quay that I picked oh. up at Disneyland. And I, and I left Val, Beckett, and Rio. And it's like, okay, I'll, I'll find them again somewhere or, or I will, you know, break down and, and buy them on the internet. I, I prefer to find them. Uh, Val, it was great. Uh, I went out to do some writing uh, at a bar back when we could do those things. Uh, I had a, a, a martini and then I stopped at a drugstore where they had Val, uh, but she was, I think, $15. <laughs> and I was like, I can probably get her cheaper uh, on the internet. But I had that martini, and I'm walking home, and I'm not doing it without Val. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice, good one there. Um, I also have on the list uh, Tally Lintra. Now I do believe I have this one now, thanks to a, a force and Alicia sending this out here. Um, it's I have the A wing with Tally, and obviously I know everyone lo- knows I love Tally, but it's the red packaging. So I was like, oh, maybe it's not, but it's got Force Link 2.0. So. This is this is Tally. I have this one. I didn't think I did, but I have this one. Yeah, yeah, which is great. It's uh, it's right that you should. Right, and, and I think I'm I think I'm taking this one out of the box. Ooh. I think I am. I think I am. And maybe would we find the time in our busy lives to uh, do some Four Center Show and Tell again on YouTube? Maybe that's what I'll just uh, play with on camera. All right, just. <laughs> uh, final runner up for me. I don't have this one yet, uh, but uh, Rebolt and Carillion Hound. Like, come on. I love this one. This is just talking about weirdos and all corners of the movie. Just who I want a Corellian Hound three and three quarter scale figure. Yeah. Corellian Hound is just a great little design. And, uh, and Rebolt is one of those characters that, you know, you want to get so, uh, so Han can punch him out. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. 
All right, we've reached the uh, number one selections here of the Solo Star Wars figure line. And this has been a long journey. It all comes down to this. I'll go with my number one. So Joseph can close our show out here. And I do believe we've each picked a figure from the same four pack. What a four pack indeed. My number one figure is Weasel. Oh, man, who doesn't love Warwick Davis? Who doesn't love Warwick Davis in Star Wars playing multiple characters? And in Solo, he plays a lot. But Weasel was him. It's his comeback from Phantom Menace. It's the redemption of the character itself. And it is just a wonderful figure. Great look, great design, both on screen and in the figure form. And, uh, you know, it's, it's price to go part of this four pack. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta commit, but it's a good four pack. Like we talked about. And uh, this one does come with the rocket launcher too. Yeah. The, the, the uh, right. This is the one yeah. you could launch, uh, and save the day on, uh, in the final act of the movie there. And, uh, uh, I'm trying to look, I'm, I think that does the helmet come off or not? I don't think it, does. I don't think so. That's the only disappointment because I'd love to see just Warwick Davis, his face. Yeah, you know, no, no, the characters he plays, just his face and figure form. So maybe there's a weasel with a, a helmet, a removable helmet. But love this figure, love what it represents. Uh, again, I, it's no small weasel in this uh, picture. It's no small little story for me. The, the redemption of that uh, criminal life uh, into becoming a marauder for a bigger cause is, is cool and, and great to have Warwick around. So that's why it's my number one figure. I think he is a great choice. He is a great figure. I do have this uh, four-pack, and I'm totally with you. It, it could have just been this fun, like, oh, he's playing the same character that he played. But just mm-hmm. the way that just immediately opens up your mind, uh, the packaging text even says it. Uh, Enfys Nest's cloud-riding gang of swoop rider- raiders uh, has attracted warriors from scattered worlds and backgrounds, like Weasel, a one-time gambler who now fights for a cause. It just invites you uh, to think about his story. And if you got mm. this action figure, act it out. Uh, love it. Love it. Great figure indeed. Do they have the, does the Phantom Manus one exist? Do we talk about that? I, ooh, that's a really good question. Mm. We, I mean, if they don't already, and we may have suggested the best, we just need characters of Warwick Davis action figure set, like a big, 20 figure box set. I'd, I'd, I'd plop down some money for that. You know, with this uh, 50th anniversary Lucasfilm, you know, that would have been a great pack. Maybe, maybe it'll come out of like all of the Warwick Davis over the years. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Come on. Come on. Lucasfilm. All right. That is my number one choice. But now we've reached the number one choice of Joseph Scrimshaw. Sir, what do you have? Well, as you said, this is also from this four pack. Uh, I loved these uh, multi figure packs. They made one for uh, Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi, and Solo. So they all kind of uh, match, and they all provide some figures that uh, you know were either uh, some of the things same that you could find on individual cards, some you couldn't find somewhere else, some with just minor differences. Mm-hmm. And the Solo one is probably the one that knocks it out of the park. It's got the range trooper. Uh, yeah. It's got Solo on Vandor with the big jacket and the goggles. It's got Weasel. And then uh, my number one, it's mm-hmm. got Kira. Uh, this is a uh, Vandor Kira. So the main Kira that was made on an individual card is the uh, Corellian look, which is a fun, good look. Uh, it is one of the, uh, I would say, costume designs that absolutely works for me, but mm-hmm. dances pretty close to feeling real world um, mm-hmm. for Star Wars. And uh, there's so much I love about the character of Kira, which is part of the reason this action figure is my number one. 
Mm. And, you know, I love everything that's set up with Kira on Corellia, but Kira really becomes this fascinating character when she is somebody who has really fought to survive and uh, still think kind of has in some ways uh, to me a heart of gold, but a heart of cold gold that has become, you know, damaged by pure pragmatism of survival. And Mm. we kind of see the fantasy of Han through her eyes. Han Mm. is the guy who, doesn't want to accept that everything, anything can ever keep him back, keep him down. And Kira wants to believe that, but she has to deal with kind of this harsher reality. And, you know, it has made her uh, strong and formidable uh, physically, uh, mentally, even uh, emotionally. And I just really wanted a, a figure that represented that. So when the line first came out and we just had Kira from Corellia, I was like, that's cool. Bought her right away. And I was like, come on, make some of these other outfits. And mm-hmm. finally, this four pack, they did. And this is the costume design that really connects her in her minds to Han. It is uh, white and black. It's the uh, white jacket uh, with the big black collar, uh, big black pants, uh, blaster, and just a great mold where just on her face, she is just absolutely uh, in control, knows what she's doing, and is just a great representation of this character. character had a lot of different outfits, and I would be very happy to have uh, uh, action figures of all of them uh, someday. Uh, but for now, really, really happy to see this great representation of this uh, complex, interesting Star Wars character. Yeah, we we uh, we love Kira here at uh, Force Center. We really do, and I I, I, I just actually, quite frankly, Joseph, a, muse, a moving description of what the character means and and how the figure represents that. Uh, we talk we talk about Hoth Lad, and growing up, we had the different looks of Leia, and it's more than just costume changes. It it, it each kind of represents part of her journey and part of her personality. And I think in another time, in another era, we would have gotten, hopefully, you know. Uh, uh, in one movie, Leia was over different lines, uh, over different movies, but you know, the, the, the looks of Kira and just everything those represent to the character, including, um, you know, uh, the party, party Kira <laughs> with, with the, the dress, the more, the, the film noir, film fatale kind of look when she says goodbye uh, to Han or all those kind of different things. And, but this outfit is, it's a great, it's a great design, very functional, uh, very, uh, to me, kind of a seventies vibe. Um, yeah, it fits into the new hope era. And yeah, you know, maybe another time we would have gotten all that. And maybe we still can. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing that's maybe y- you really helped me put my nose on why I like or my finger on uh, why I like this uh, costume is it somehow looks like uh, maybe a disco cowboy, but also incredibly Star Wars and cool all at the same time. Mm. <laughs> cowboy and cool. <laughs> she's a cool it. disco cowboy but it solo is it. it's got all these moods of 70s that really make it pop yeah. and and uh, on one just surface look you're like yeah cool star wars costume but it's got all of these different uh flavors to it that really make it work yeah uh hey i'm hoping a, a disney plus uh the reign of kira uh, the criminal underworld movie i don't even need kira versus mall you get that whatever i want the reign of kira <laughs> I uh, love that character and uh, so much there. We could probably talk about Kira much, much more, and I'm sure we will one day, but great little figure and a great, great end to our list as we look back, not just on the solo line, but a lot of these lines going all the way back to 1995. Like I said up top, 
I'm sure we're not done talking toys and merchandise and, and memorabilia and action figures here in Star Wars ranked or Force Center overall. But it's been a fun journey, Joseph, just going all from from college days to being a, an adult at Disneyland. We've uh, <laughs> covered it all here. Quite a journey, these figures, yeah? Absolutely. And uh, thank you uh, for, for going on this journey. Like you said, we started with Power of the Force, and then I, I was like, uh, should we keep going? And you were like, yeah, let's keep going. We're both in the same place that we wanted to keep discussing this. And it's been a, just a great joy for me. So thank you, Ken. Yeah. And, and to all of you listening, uh, part of that decision to kind of, ah, let's keep going. Wasn't just us to fill time or, or share our own journeys. A lot of you, these, these episodes get uh, great reactions. A lot of you reach out, whether pictures of the things you have or your own stories of when you got a figure or what you uh, love about these figures. So continue that. Uh, whether it's in our Discord server, which you can reach, uh, connect through our Patreon page or just on online, we really appreciate those. That that kind of spurned us uh, onward on this figure journey and, and, and certainly why we're not dumb. So we are out of here for today. Before we do, I want to let you know that you can follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. We're on Instagram and YouTube as well and also on Facebook at Force Center Podcast. Um, also, uh, you can uh, get a merchandise at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. And uh, support us uh, by getting a free audiobook on us by going to audibletrial.com slash Force Center. And you can support us directly at patreon.com slash Force Center. Uh, you can follow me at Cadnapsock or go to cadnapsock.com. From there, you can link to my new endeavor, the GPA, the Good People Association at the GPA.fun. Uh, Joseph, where can they find and follow you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram where there will be uh, definitely pictures of some of my action figures from time to time. Uh, my handles th- there is just at Joseph Scrimshaw, Twitter and Instagram. And then you can go to my website, josephscrimshaw.com for links to my comedy podcast, Obsessed, comedy albums, and uh, future comedy adventures all on josephscrimshaw.com. Can't wait for more figure photos and figure conversations and figure collecting. Ah, been a fun journey. More to come. But for now, Star Wars has been ranked. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.